Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday night, which can only mean we're talking NASCAR with Phil and Steve. Phil, what's going on? Hey man, I know we just talked like, you know, a couple hours ago, but I've had a few beers since then. So let's uh let's rip into this uh this race weekend, man. We got a lot going on. Absolutely. Steve, how are you holding up? Doing well, man. Um just uh I'm I'm ready. Uh, this is going to be a huge weekend, so there's going to be a lot of content. I'm just ready to get this underway. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it. So we got a, a ton to talk about. It's a, it's a pretty race-heavy weekend, isn't it? It is, man. So we had the truck race tonight, which uh, which one, I guess, okay. Yeah, um, squeaked out a yeah, tiny it, profit, right? Tiny, tiny profit, a little less than a unit, plus .97. So uh, you, can, you can buy some McDonald's with that. Or maybe Chick-fil-A. It's not Sunday yet, so so there you go. There's no Chick-fil-A uh, up here. In Canada, no Chick-fil-A? None, none. I think they're a little too Christian for them. Oh, brother, you might want to move back to, like, the Midwest. <laughs> I do want to move back to the Midwest. Yeah. But uh, we also have we have Xfinity tomorrow Ooh. at 1 o'clock. We've got a night cup race on Sunday. Also, the Indy 500 on Sunday. And... F1 at Monaco. So this is a five-race weekend. Buckle up. Oh, wow. Steve, you're, you've got to be, like, melting. Your brain's got to be on fire. Oh, you have no idea. <laughs> I, I'm, uh, I'm batting down the hatches right now. This is uh, content, I'm, like I said, content-filled. I, I bought a new TV just for this weekend. Oh, you did? Nice. I did. How many obviously, inches? I'm just kidding, but I did buy a new TV, 65 inches. Oh, just, that's ready to rock. You got that Speedway Steve two money. I don't know. You talk about last year's money, right? <laughs> but it all spends the same, except inflation and all that. Yeah, so it you probably could have got a, it all. Like it's yeah, totally that's valid, yeah. You probably could have got like a movie theater, like an entire building, right. Last year, yeah, yeah, exactly. And if you yeah, calculated Australia no, dollars, it'd be terrible. We don't care about Australian dollars. Oh. oh, oh. <laughs> Unless it's Aussie Rules football dollars, which That's we right. do care about in the book club, because oh. we've been like red hot fire 
the book club, the dgens.net. Bingo. All right. Not that much shit to do, uh, talk about. We better get to work. Where yeah, are we let's, starting? Let's, let's get to it. Xfinity, one o'clock Saturday Eastern time. Uh, we're at Charlotte this weekend, which is cool. It's like a quad oval, um, really good racing, really good product. And uh, I'm hyped, man. We had practice today. Uh, I put out a, an odds checker article and uh, everything moved against, well, not like for us. So, uh, you know, if you're getting in on it now, it's, it's the prices aren't going to be as good, but let's talk about it. So Steve, Vegas who, who agrees, like? right? Is that what Vegas we're... agrees. There you go. And the, the results are, the proof's in the pudding. Our guys were fast, so let's get on them anyway. Steve, who do we have for winners? Yeah, we had a uh, practice session today for Xfinity. Um, as we kind of anticipated, it was pretty much a junior motorsports train as far as the consecutive lap averages go. This is really sneaky, but I just found this little gem here. I'm looking at the lap averages. Josh Berry is actually the, the guy on top for uh, – Consecutive lap averages for 10 laps. So it, it one, two, three, it's all junior motorsports. It's Josh Berry, Justin Allgaier, Sam Mayer. And uh, Sam Mayer, let's talk about that qualifying lap. How sick was that qualifying lap, Phil? Put him on the pole. We've got a top five at plus 180. It has since moved to minus 110. The kid is fast. I mean, bad fast. Uh, Steve pointed out to me earlier in the week uh, when, he, when he gave me this top five bet that he has six top fives in his last seven races. So I had to like clean off my glasses, lenses and look at it myself. And, uh, it's true. It, Steve did not lie to me. And, uh, I mean, the guy is awesome. He, he's going to be a stud. I find it funny. He did an interview and, um, and, and I believe is after the, the practice session ended and they asked him, uh, how he felt on the racetrack and uh, you know about the car he's like i have no idea how i'm doing this i'm just i'm just like the fastest <laughs> car out there right now but and then he put on the pole and they asked him like i have no idea how i did that that was insane <laughs> he's, he's like, like he's like 12 years old so i mean whatever he'll learn as he goes but he's fast right now so we're let's back him so the three you named al Geyer, mayor and barry we're betting them to win outright or no so personally, I only have Sam Mayer because he's, if you can still get him, uh, if you have access to FanDuel, he's still 15 to 1 over you there. Yeah, so they, they're, um, they're, they're still holding out pretty good value there, even after putting that thing on the polls. So if you can get that number, that's a slam dunk. What about something when like I, a plus 700? Yeah, you're, I would try to look at other people within that organization if you're down to that territory like i'm looking down the board yeah, yeah. um yeah i will look at josh at josh barry at that point i believe and get him at eight to one over there uh, like i said i mentioned his what well, i mentioned his consecutive lap averages he's he's actually the guy that's number one like i said in lap averages so he should be better in the race as far as the long run goes so he may not put that one lap together but he should be able to put consecutive lap times together and maybe uh grab another win i'm seeing plus 900 at fanduel and uh i mean barry has been fast this year and in fact he he probably could have won last week um but he got caught in a little a little uh mix up there oh but yeah, I mean, he's just been fast week after week. The, the whole Junior Motorsports crew, 
Uh, you can't make a bad bet with these guys. They're they're faster than everybody else. Their green flag speed is higher than everybody else. This is the team you want to back. So you would bet yeah, all, I mean, would you bet all three even though you're not getting the the, the huge lines? Um, let's see. I don't, I, I probably wouldn't bet Algaier as the favorite. Uh, I do like betting Noah Gregson every week because that's my dude, and he uh, he climbs the fence and he he shotguns beers in Victory Lane, and that that's that's appealing to me. Oh yeah, uh, fifteen to one for Mayor is appealing, and then I, but it's just tough. It's 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 you have to structure the bets uh, carefully if you're going to take take the garage like the entire garage to to be profitable. But yeah, it can be it can be done. But I, I there that's the team to get behind. Yeah, and even when you look at Noah Gregson, he's a little far behind, but he's still sixth, and he's pretty much the leader of that team, I would say. So you got one, two, three, and six from Junior Motorsports, and um, Noah's kind of kind of always um, not really shown. I don't think he really shows up all that much in practice, but he knows how to race. Like he's a racer, and I know, I trust him pretty much this year at any any track um gotcha. the odds unfortunately are not going to be there you know on guys like comparing him to like josh barry i think they're all pretty equal so okay, okay. yeah the, the only real way you get any any value on on gregson is he's always matched up against ty gibbs so um you know if, if you want to play gregson you can take him against gibbs um you can take him at Minus one forty five against the Dinger. I think that's a layup this week. Um, we saw like an entire Junior Motorsports train go past Dinger uh, late last week in the race. Like like the Dinger was standing still. Uh, yeah, and and I mean it was after Allgaier had a flat tire and it was Barry's damaged car and they they just they just all went past him like he was standing still. So mm-hmm. um, anytime you can you can take a Junior Motorsports car against a colleague car do it correct and dinger was on is i listen to dinger on the on the xm radio every week and he's always he's, he's always joking about how like how like you know the cars are off the pace but really you know it, it's it's gotta be bothering him that this is going on on a weekly basis so he yeah, doesn't so, like he doesn't like getting his ass kicked <laughs> week in week out no i mean because last year the the colleague team was they were like neck and neck with junior motorsports. You know, you had to kind of read the tea leaves to see who was going to, going to be dominant on a, a week to week basis. But this year it's junior motorsports, no matter where you are, it's, it's, it's like they have extra horsepower or something. So, um, and, and DraftKings kind of served it up. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, pre pre flop, you know, junior motorsports against colleague, uh, matchups the entire way down the, the slip. So, um, have at it, guys. Just just feast on that. Yeah, I want to make a little bit of a comparison here. Archie, you may remember or may not remember, but last year we were fading Kevin Harvick just about every single week because that team was struggling when it came to like the downforce and whatnot. I feel like this is a similar situation where it's taking a long time for the books to adjust to how, how much Colin is struggling compared to Junior Motorsports. So mm-hmm. we're just kind of taking advantage of it just about every week. And I, I love it. I love taking advantage. I'm like, yeah, oh, let's do it. Great. Let's do it. Steve Steve texted me, uh, I think it was Tuesday or Wednesday, and he was like, Oh, it looks like DraftKings feels bad for us this week. And I, I was like, Man, why? So I opened it up and it's like all guy over Dinger, no problem. Mayor <laughs> over Hemrick, no problem. Barry <laughs> over Bain, sure. 
Gregson over Gibbs. Yep, you got it. Gregson over Am- Almendinger. No problem. It was like it was served up on a platter. So it, it was an early Christmas. It was yeah, a so beautiful we'll, sight. <laughs> we'll probably go zero and five on those, but for right now, I'm feeling good about it. Hey, that's all that matters. Right on. Those little calm moments before the storm. Of course. All right. What so are we looking at. I, I think I just talked about all the head to heads. I'm on all of those. Okay. Steve, are you on any of those? Do you agree? I'm on all of them, and we got them in. Unfortunately, the lines moved on them, but um, I don't mind continuing to bet them. Yeah, so honestly, with that, the best advice I have is to crack open your wallet, pay 25 bucks a month, and join the the DGEN's Discord. What do you think, Arch? I love it. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah, I mean, we've we've got like a combined... I don't know, six or seven dollars in value over practice times. Um, so I'm, I love it. And I got one more, uh, one more outright that I haven't really discussed with uh, Bill either. Um, I put it in last minute after tonight's truck race. A secret. Yeah, I'm just, once in a while, I'll just do this last minute research stuff, man, right? So Ryan Priest is still 15 to 1 over at FanDuel. And he had a little bit of a run in tonight. He was just he was hit a, he was in contention to win in the truck series tonight. Had a little bit of a run in with Carson Savar. He got wrecked from the lead on the final lap. He was really fast. So he's gonna have the track time and he's gonna have a pretty good pretty good speedy car in the Xfinity race. He um starting up uh, I believe inside the top five. He was fourth fastest in lap averages, so 15 to 1 over there. He's, he's always seems to be better in race trim compared to qualifying, as seen tonight. He started back in seventh or eighth in the trucks. Always seems to get up front when he needs to. So, yeah, I like Priest. Love it. Yeah. Um, and also, another thing we noticed from the truck race mm-hmm. is that the, the draft seemed to play a role. Normally, on these one and a halfs, you can like. Um, like bump and go, like like uh, pull some slingshot maneuvers, like Talladega Nights, but it's not like a, a full blown draft. Tonight, it actually—I mean, it's not—we're not talking Atlanta or Talladega or, or Daytona, but the draft did seem to play a role. So I'm not saying let's compare this thing to to Atlanta, but um, you know, if you get some teammates together, you can be a powerful force. And with four junior motorsports cars in, in the field, again, that that. I kind of lean that direction. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, man. Anything else in Xfinity? I got nothing. Steve, you got anything? No, I just want to keep an eye out on Riley Herbst and Austin Hill and that matchup there because Riley Herbst, he was better in the in, in, in practice. Unfortunately, he put it in the fence. So well, that's, that's par for the course for Riley. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he was, he was, I was. I'm disappointed because he has been showing so much more consistency this year. And then he go, goes and does that in qualifying. So I, I don't know. I like him, but I don't like the fact that he may have a damaged race car. So I don't know. Just something to keep in mind. Nice. All right. So let's, uh, let's move on to the cup series. Coca-Cola 600. Coca-Cola. Um, first things we are, uh, we liked what we saw out of Kyle Bush at Texas last week. So we're, we're going to be on him for a win wager. We also like what we saw from Ross Chastain. He's been fast all year. Uh, so we, we're going to be on him for a win wager. I'm trying to pull up the odds right now. We, we um, transitioned pretty quick there. 
but I think it's about seven to one for Kyle. Something, something like fourteen to one for Ross. Am I right there? And eleven. Eleven's good. I like anything over ten to one. Let's see. Plus seven. Yeah, I really hope that Ross. I really hope that Ross Chassin can uh, put it together for the whole race. As uh, Phil knows, uh, Ross won tonight's truck race at Charlotte. So. Yeah, I'm seeing Again, 14 to 1 at DraftKings. Yeah, that's the number I have. And I mean, anytime you give these guys track time, I mentioned this before. Um, Ross has already been really fast this year, especially on the intermediate tracks. So, and then you give him more confidence by winning a truck series race tonight. Um, that could be really dangerous for him on Sunday. Yeah, so we, we like those two. Do you have any other win wagers? Anybody else you have your eye on? Yep, I got um, got Denny Hamlin plus twelve hundred. I see a lot of guys on him this week. I like Joe Gibbs is really fast at the intermediates. Um, I'm, they, I think they put just about every Toyota inside the top ten. I believe where was it at um, at Kansas? And even 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 Bubba Wallace was inside the top ten and with that twenty three eleven team. So yeah, and Bubba uh, was running top five lap times at Texas as well. Even though he was back in the field, he was he was blazing fast. Yeah, Toyota is. I, I think Toyota has really found their stride. It's that time of the season where a team is kind of starting to figure things out. Um, we see this on the F1 side too. We're kind of at that point where a team is starting to make their moves and and figure things out as far as speed goes. So we, we're kind of seeing a transition here. So I think Toyota might be uh, might be uh, hitting their stride. So I have. Denny plus twelve hundred, and I also have Christopher Bell plus twenty five hundred. Really like that one because he was—I think he was running inside the top five as well at Texas. He's had some really bad luck this year, but he's had fast race cars. So I also have him to win the pole at plus fourteen hundred. I know that's probably not widely available, but you DraftKings users out there can take advantage of that. Nice, uh, Chris Bell. Yeah, he's got he's got two poles this year already. So, fourteen to one odds there imply that you're getting pretty good value. Nice. Um, what else do we have? I don't have anything for the top three or top five yet. But I know there's probably some pretty solid uh, options out there. Do you have anything on the card yet for that, Phil? I'm I'm looking at. I'm more of a top ten guy. I kind of like to like to hedge my my bets almost. And sure. uh, yeah, so I, I like Christopher Bell because I know we we talked about him and uh, I'm seeing minus 140 at DraftKings. So I know I'll probably be able to get uh, even money on those uh, Camby books like Sugar House. And what was that other one in Canada? Arch? Uh, Casimo. Casimo. That's fun to say. But I, so I know we'll probably get even money there. Um, and then I, I like, you know, if, if we can catch a good price, I like Chastain. He's down the list here a little bit on the the DraftKings list, so I I'm, I'd imagine we could probably catch a minus one forty or minus one fifty with him. Um, but for a, a top five, I'm pulling that up. Yeah, let I me like, while you're doing that, let me just make a little bit of a note here on these top threes and top fives. Um, love notes. Yeah, notes are important, man. But. <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm trying to ease off of the top three and top fives a little bit for the Cup Series. Thank um, you, sir. 
<laughs> Thank you. I mean, you're the one that kind of brought this to my attention, I believe. So I, I, I think the reasoning for this is because we see so much variance this year in the Cup Series with these cars. We, we see tires constantly going down. I guess we see contacts. We see uh, all sorts of issues, whatever the case is. Um, we just don't see the consistency out of out of the drivers this year because of the, all the variance. So with that in mind, I feel like you're not getting value, if we, especially this weekend because of, we're looking at a 600-mile race. Yeah. So if we see as much variance as we saw at an all-star race, where it's only like like 80 laps, then how are you going to find consistency in a, in a race at 600 miles? You know, so I'm trying to say more like towards the, the head-to-heads and top tens this week, and outrights, of course, because that's long shots. You right. can get some, yeah. Now there is a there is a top five. There's one that I'm interested in looking at this list, and I'm seeing Ryan Blaney plus 150. Um, listening to, I listened to, um, the Corey LaJoy pod and they have Ryan Blaney's front tire changer on there and he is pumped up. I mean, they had a great all-star race. They won. Um, they ran the fastest pit stop. They, they should have won the, um, the pit stop competition. However, they, they didn't, uh, they lost their pit box due to, um, uh, failing inspection twice. So they mm. weren't able to exit the spot. You know, they, they had to dodge a car that was in front of them or they would have won that as well. This team is hot. I mean, and he is second in green flag speed this year. So if, if I was going to play a top five, the only one I would look at is Ryan Blaney. I, I think he can put it together. And um, I, I, I think that's the guy. What, what do you think there, Steve? I like it because um, his track history here, although he hasn't gotten the finishes, his driver rating is second best only to Kyle Busch. So uh, I, I love to hear that that team is really, really pumped up and, and ready to kind of uh, get the, get their win. They need a win. So, you know, they're going to be really focused. Uh, this is this is a place they can do it. Uh, outside of Kyle Busch, Kyle Busch in the, in the last five races has has a has had a one thirteen point four average driver rating, but Blaney is right there at one eleven point one, and then you have Harvick behind him, and we know how Harvick's been this year, so I wouldn't even consider him to be a factor in it this year. <laughs> <laughs> and then below that, you have a big drop off to Joe Logano, who's got a ninety eight point three. So that's a fairly significant gap between you know Blaney and the next best guy in Logano. So I think if you're, if you're backing Kyle Busch and Ryan Blaney, you should be feeling pretty good this week. Right. Borrowing those you know high variance issues with the tires and the incident, unfortunately. Right. But- when, when we say variance, we just mean shit happens. Oh, so much shit has happened. <laughs> <laughs> Like I feel like I, I we were up 131 units last year, right? And we're down we're down 17 units so far this year. But I feel like we've done a better job handicapping this year than last year, and just the craziest shit. We find the most creative ways to lose, right? Right. And, well, coaches say that all the time. Like the hardest, the, the best coaching job they did was taking a losing team and just getting them to almost you know to a uh, 500. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, sidebar here. When I when I played high school tennis, we were pretty good, right? Yeah. So my junior year, we uh, we won the South Jersey tournament. 
uh, we were very good. I think we were like 22 and three. And then we graduated six out of the seven guys. And I was the one that was left. Right. And my coach shout out Wade Whitehead. What's up? Uh, he said the best job he ever did coaching was taking that team, my senior year team. We were 11 and 10 to the playoffs just because shit happens. Right. You know, right. so it's, it's nuts. So maybe you'll be it's a little nuts. bit more nice to Jeff Fisher from now. I'm not being nice to Jeff Fisher. That, that guy, he's a terrible coach. He's awful. They're one in five this year. He's stunk in the NFL. The guy, he's a loser. So there have some of that, Jeff Fisher. All right. Shout out to Jeff Fisher, too. I hope he's listening. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah. Uh, so what, what do we like? Do we like any of these head-to-head, Steve? DraftKings has a ton up. Yeah, let me... Let me get to them. I have a couple of them while I'm pulling the rest of them up. I have, you're going to like this one probably. I have Bubba Wallace over Daniel Suarez. Love it. And let me just make a note here. This is the Coke 600. And fortunately for us, both of these guys are Coca-Cola drivers. So we are good to go in that area. (laughs) We checked that off the list. Okay, good. good. (laughs) So I'm sure at some point in the race they're going to be bringing up the uh, the old advertising saying here's a, here's where our Coca-Cola drivers are running tonight and then both of them be on the list and hopefully Bubba Wallace will be ahead of Daniel Suarez in that uh, on lap 400. Yeah, but, uh, I, I, I like that I like that Bubba play a lot just because last week he was so fast, um, and and I think I think Booty Barker. Uh, is is trying to take some chances to get him in. We saw him um, pit first. He tried to short pit everybody, and it almost worked out. They almost caught the the caution. They caught it way too late. But if that would have worked out, we we probably would have seen him in the top five or so. Yeah, um, and if the pit crew figures things out, he would have finished probably in the top five as well. Because if the pit crew, if, if they if they get their act together, Bubba Wallace can run well. He's got that, the, he's got the car now. So yeah, I, I hate saying it, but the guy he's a he's a gifted race car driver. So I hope he don't lose any any listeners over that. But we're we're gonna make some money on Bubba the rest of the way. I think. I think the opportunity is definitely there. So. All right. What else? What else are we looking at? Got Christopher Bell again. I already explained my reasoning on him. I got him over Kevin Harvick at minus one twenty. If uh, if you were to ever bet, bet your entire bankroll, I'm not saying you should ever do that, but if you were ever do that, I would do it on this play this weekend. Uh, I'm seeing minus 145. Do you, do you feel good under under minus 150? Minus one, uh, yeah, it kind of moved in it. All right. Yeah. Um, huh. 
a lot of people share our thoughts there. Yeah, and, it, and it, they didn't even practice yet. So that's how you know that uh, that probably shouldn't have been a matchup. But uh, I would play it for a one unit at that point, sure. Right. Kevin Harvick, like I mentioned, uh, his he has been uh, – I mean, last year we saw – we kind of predicted last year he was going to start making this downward swing. He's going to start uh, struggling a little bit. Uh, it's gotten even worse this year. I mean, he's – at this point, I'm surprised to see him running inside the top 10. He's just been so – I mean, that whole team, again, Stuart Haas has kind of uh, fallen off the map a little bit. It's kind of sad to see, actually. Hopefully – I hate to see it, but it's an opportunity for us to play against him, so we'll take it. There you go. That's all we need. I do like that. I, you know me. <laughs> I love fading Kevin Horvick. Any chance I get, um, just sign me up. I'm in. I couldn't believe it when you said you were going to take his top 10. I, what, what, what week was that? I'm like, I don't know. It was a bad choice because he, he didn't do it. I mean, I was, I was on board with the top 10. I think it was the matchup. I, I'm like, yeah, let's pivot from this matchup and play his top 10 because you can rely on him to finish, but he's not, he's, he's not a DNF guy, but he's just not this year. And last year, he's just, he's just, he just doesn't have the speed, unfortunately. He's so. not a DNF guy, but he also shouldn't be a race car driver guy. Time to retire, Kevin. Yeah. Yep. Mm. All right. Do we get, have anything? Get in the booth. They need some help up there. <laughs> do we have anything else? I don't have anything else unless I just start like scrolling down the board here and finding something that sticks out. Do you have anything? Um. No, I was I was looking ahead at the Indy 500 because I'm very excited. Oh, oh, that's fair. Sure. You teased it. I guess we got to go there immediately. Can Can we do it? All right. Uh, I'm in for a long shot. Steve, you're going to have to talk me off the ledge. All right, well, let's hear it first. All right, Colton Herta, 21. Colton Herta. I know he starts in the back. He starts yeah, in I mean, points, I, I, just, think. I feel like I just saw him upside down on the four-letter network. Was that him? Was that, was that Herta? The what? Did, did Herta flip? There's somebody flipped in practice, right? Did they? No, I didn't see that. Oh, I, I, and I was watching just by every practice session, too. Oh, but, I thought, wow, so. I thought okay. it was a big. Yeah, I was just, I, I caught it out of the corner of my eye. It was a black and yellow car. And I'm like, man, I'm getting ready to talk about Colton Herta. I hope that's not him upside down. <laughs> no, but yeah, I see, I see what you're talking about. I'm looking at the, the odds across the board now. There's a, that's a really good value because you have 2,000 on DraftKings, uh, 1,600 on MGMs. at Indy 500 practice. There it is. Okay, it was him. All right, so the four-letter network coming through. Okay. I'm, I'm still taking it. No, I mean, 20-1 to 1 for Colton Herter, I mean, that's, that's always a good play to me. I, mean, that, I, I think he's the most talented driver in the series. Yeah, uh, I mean, there was, there was talk of him being talented enough to, to be an F1, um, you know, to make that jump. Absolutely. And I feel like their backup car, because that's probably what they'll need after what I just watched, uh, is probably better than some of these guys' primary. So at 20 to 1, I, I think I'm probably going to ladder this. Uh, I'll probably take his top five as well at uh, two and a half to 1 and, and feel better about that. But um, yet yeah, the, the kid is uber talented and he's he's due to check this off the list. And uh, I, I like Colton Hurdle a lot this weekend. All right. Um, yeah, I mean the value's there. Twenty to one. Fanduel's hanging uh, nine to one. So if you look, if you like value, then uh, that hurt is definitely your guy. 
16 yeah. to 1 right yeah that's that's well those are canadian odds how does that how does that transfer over plus i don't six, have my calculator plus 1600 yeah yeah but how many canadian dollars is that oh, to american that's dollars like 75 cents or so yeah it's still better right, than so the Australian exchange where you know, it's like hundreds that, of units man. apart. <laughs> yeah. You can't tell I me anything. There. You can't tell me anything. You know that. I'm just using it against there's, you. Yeah. There's no secrets here. No, no, no. There's no secrets. Uh Steve, tell me about Jimmy Johnson. <laughs> yep. So this is this is um this is the play of the weekend for me. There's a huge smile on my face right now. You can't see it, but it's it's glaring. It's it's pretty uh, it's pretty ridiculous. Um I'm taking Jimmy Johnson 24 to 1 on FanDuel. Now you gave that um, out last week on the show. I did. And it was uh I think I got 22 to 1. And what is yeah, it? I believe it has moved down to, to 16. 16 to 1 yeah. on uh, Good. your site now. Wow, the book club is ahead of another one. That's weird. I know how funny. Yep, so I now I can talk about it though and I can't wait to talk about Jimmy Johnson. He's my he's my uh I grew up as a Jimmy Johnson fan, I am stoked that I'm able to bet him again and feel confident about it. There was a point in time where he was at the end of his career and in the NASCAR world. And this is like when I wasn't all that sharp, I would just, if I thought there was any chance that uh, he could win or beat his opponent in a head to head, I would bet it. I would never bet against him. But now that I've, I've kind of moved on from that, I'm kind of, you know, but this is, this is it. Jimmy Johnson's not an old, you know, a road course guy, but the Indy 500, this is his wheelhouse. Um, and he's had one race of an oval under his belt at Texas already. He finished sixth in that race. I believe he qualified 18th, but he mm. moved his way up in the race the entire time. So now <clears throat> we are looking at him starting in 12th, I believe, um, fourth row for the Indy 500. So he's got uh, he's got a better starting position. He's got a whole race under his belt, and he's got the 500 miles to continue to improve every lap. So he's got all the experience at the um, he's you know at Indianapolis. So I'm ready to fire away at 24 to one, and I'm going to probably cry if he wins. Tell me this. So I'm looking at the head-to-heads on DraftKings because that, that's all I've got. Right now, I'm seeing him plus 105 over Marcus Erickson. You like that I, as well as like a pivot? I I was looking at that head to head, and I think Jimmy Johnson is more of that um, guy you want to play for upside. You know, you want to play to his ceiling because I think there's some pretty heavy variance when it comes to Jimmy Johnson, but I think at plus one Oh five, I like both of these guys. Actually, Marcus Erickson is my other outright at 25 yeah. to one on FanDuel. Yeah. That's why I asked. Cause I, I know you had texted me about him and it, it it's, uh, but I know you like Jimmy. So I, I didn't know where you stood. I'm, I'm a fan of playing both outrights of Jimmy Johnson and Marcus Erickson. And playing Jimmy Johnson at plus money for the matchup. Love it. I'm in. Arch, do you have that? Yes. How many units? Like 18? How many did you put on that? Oh, Steve wants me. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to adopt Jimmy Johnson at the end of the show now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Love that. There's a, if, you, if, you, if you have a board one night, I, I recommend going over and watching the Carvana 
uh, YouTube channel called Carvana Racing. It's it's kind of documented Jimmy's uh, journey so far in his year and a half over on um, transitioning from NASCAR to the Indy uh, road course side uh, series, and it's very good. Uh, he broke his hand um, recently. He's recovered from it, but he, it's it's a very interesting journey he's been on so far, and it's kind of outlined how much better he's gotten this year despite not having the results. Uh, they mentioned that he's not a good qualifier, which I mentioned on my reasoning for this particular pick. So um, Jimmy Johnson's a race guy, so if he can, um, he's got a lot of time to get up the get up front and win this thing. Nice. hundred percent, man. Let's do it. I have, I have another one I want to ask you about oh. before we move on. If that's all right. What about Romain Grosjean against Felix Rosenquist? Uh, Romain is plus a hundred. That that's kind of where I'm leaning. What do you think? I, I think that's the right side because of the, the play. We saw Roman Grosjean again, similar to Jimmy Johnson. He raced his own, his first ever oval race at gateway last year and he was making really really bold and confident moves and i like that i like that a lot um we, we grosjean is, is extremely talented uh he didn't really get to show it off that much in f1 because he wasn't at the end of his career he was, he was with haas racing which is uh you know the bottom of total pole team but he's had a lot of success so far in indycar and that can Continue, I believe, at the Oval Indy 500 this year because of uh, what we saw him do at the Oval at Gateway. Uh, he was, like I said, very confident, had a great finish. So kind of like that. Nice. Um, well, that's, that's all I've got for the, the Indy 500 so far. So far. you have anything else you want to add, Steve? No, um, that's about it for me. Uh, that covers just about everything. Nice. All right. Uh, should we? Do you have anything you want to talk about in F one? I do, but uh, I know we're going on the um, spending a lot of time here. So uh, well, we got would, five races. Yeah, you blow through it real quick and just tell us who's going to win. Whatever you know. All right. So let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about Formula One then. Okay. Yeah. So Formula One. Uh, they're at Monaco this week. This is event number one. Then you have the Indy 500. Then you have the Coke 600. So this is the first race on Sunday. And I am a huge fan of Ferrari this weekend. Kind of missed the window there on taking Carlos Sainz. He opened up at 20 to 1, but he's now down to 6 to 1 to win outright. Uh, yeah, pretty big, pretty big movement there. Um, Ferrari is kind of the uh, team that's very advantageous when it comes to downforce, and Monaco is a very uh, a track with very tight corridors. So you need downforce, you need to get through the corners quick, and that's kind of Ferrari's strength. Uh, Red Bull has gotten their finishes this year by having a lot of speed in the straights. Um, very good at top speed, but there's not enough long straightaways here at Monaco to take advantage of that. So kind of looking at the Ferrari camp there to win this weekend, most likely Lewis Hamilton and Mercedes struggling a lot with porpoising again. <laughs> uh, Lewis is not happy today in practice. I would not look at taking Mercedes this weekend. 
so to summarize, I think that the best play on the board would be uh, Carlos Sainz points bet. Uh, they're a bunch of idiots. They their app has been down more this week than it's been up. But if you can catch it when it's not under maintenance, you can see <laughs> plus one ten on points bet uh, for Carlos Sainz to podium. Uh, if not, the next best option is MGM minus one twenty five. And Steve and I both love signs to podium. And then so the, the the winner you have to look at is Leclerc. Again, points bet sleep in at plus one ten for the winner. Uh and MGM identical odds minus one twenty five for the clerk to win. Minus yeah, right. minus one twenty five. That's the best I can find. Correct. That's, That's the best there is. Do it anyway? Yeah. Do it. Yeah, one twenty five is a good price. Yeah, it's a good find on Leclerc for a points bet for sure. Uh, I would even, I would definitely take that uh, that podium for uh, Leclerc at uh, minus one twenty five. Just feel like uh, uh, I'm sorry, color color signs, color signs. Just feel like uh, Ferrari's gonna have the edge here. Um, I'm these the driver uh, head to heads are always changing uh, and whatnot. And whatnot, so it's kind of tough to really say right now, like what the race would be as far as that goes. They usually post them super late, unfortunately, so it's tough to get them out right now. Uh, any top tens, anything else, Phil, that you like at the moment for the race Sunday? Uh, I always like to look at uh, either Ferrari or Red Bull to double podium, or I mean to, to double top six. I apologize. Uh, but I haven't quite dug into to that yet. I'm pulling it up right now. Let's see. Double podium. Red Bull plus 240. Ferrari plus 120. I'll probably be on both of those. That's fair. And I might, even take, I might even take a swing at Mercedes, but the porpoising has me worried. So I'll probably just stick to the Ferrari and Red Bull. I think I think Hamilton complained four times in FP1 about how the car is bouncing and his elbows hurt because it's slamming up and down against his body. Yeah, the guy has whiplash. I mean, he's had a tough year. <laughs> but there's one, there's one more play I like. Then I, I guess we'll close it out. It's Valtteri Bottas minus one twenty-five on FanDuel for a top ten finish. How do you love think? It. Think about that. I love it. He's been solid all year. Um, he's proven that he he was a good race car driver last year. He just didn't get any credit, and um, he's doing a lot for that team. And I, I like it. Top ten. That's a good number. I'm in. Yeah, I like it a lot. He missed out on FP1 because of, I don't know yeah. what the issue was, but he, couldn't, he didn't get a single, I think maybe one lap in. So he's going to be a little bit behind, but. Um, I, I honestly, think, yeah, I don't care. Um, no, I, I agree. It's fun. The books, I think the big, the books are kind of, uh, over, you know, looking into that a little bit too much. I don't think that's a huge deal. A top 10, you should be able to still get that done with that team this year. So that that's all I got, man. That that covers Ooh. all five races. That's a marathon. Ooh, long yeah, yeah, baby. Everything under the sun. Well, shit, man. A lot of winners there. A lot of winners. Love it. Let's not take up anybody's uh, time any further. So, Phil, always good talking to you, man. Have a good night, gang. Steve, I can't wait to do it again next week, man. I can't wait. Um, this this is why we're the one stop shop, though. So right. all the content is right here. Right. It's the pit stop that only takes forty one minutes. <laughs> It's been worse. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. 
Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.